there. Welcome back to Legal Mumbo Jumbo with Houston Divorce and Family Law Attorney Ashley Nicole Green. This is a 10 to 15 minute session where she will discuss frequently asked questions and or provide you with some good old information on how to navigate through those areas. So let's get started with some Legal Mumbo Jumbo. Hey guys, welcome back to season three, episode number two of Legal Mumbo Jumbo. My name is Ashley Nicole Green. I'm a family law and divorce attorney here in the Houston and surrounding areas. And today I'm back on the mic talking to you about some of my favorite client successes and wins and their journey to freedom. But before we jump into today's story time, I wanted to share with you guys where I have been. Um, The last time I spoke to you all, it was back in January of this year. And I shared with you that I had welcomed a sweet baby boy into our life and we're officially a family of four. But February hit and life went in the opposite direction. I lost my very, very best friend, my grandmother, um, someone who was very, very dear to my heart. She raised me and it was just a hard transition. Um, I'm so thankful that she was here in Houston and we were able to spend her last few days here and we were laughing and kit catting and cupcaking, but it was very difficult for me because she was always someone that I just saw who embodied strength and she always could do everything. Like my grandma could never not do anything. She always made a way. And so it was hard for me to see her in the state that she was in, but ultimately she's in a better place. She's not suffering. I miss her dearly, but I'm back on the mic today um, I still have my moments of, you know, grief of up and downness. If you know anything about grief, you have good days and bad days. But today I'm in a good place, so to speak. And so I decided to jump on the mic with you guys and share with you one of my favorite client successes and wins. So let's go ahead and jump into story time. Today I'm going to talk to you guys about a client who I'm going to call Sarah for the sake of keeping her identity um confidential and not disclosing who she is but if she hears this she'll probably know exactly who she is so sarah was a client of mine that came to me towards the end of 2021 early 2022 and she was a mother of four or she is rather a mother of four to four girls so super busy and i'm talking about ranging from the age of high schooler all the way down to toddler (laughs) Um, she was a stay-at-home mom. She fi- financially depended solely on her husband as far as paying the mortgage, you know, food, clothing, all that stuff. And she did have a little business on the side that she would do just to kind of have something to do. And it was like an Etsy business. But ultimately, he was the breadwinner of the home. And so she came to me during that time period and she had booked a free 15 minute call. And so a lot of times people ask me, like, you know, especially my attorney friends, like, why do you do these calls? Like they're free. There's taking up your sucking up your time. And I agree, like, it's not a good use of my time sometimes, but I really do them because of clients like Sarah, because sometimes you just need to connect with someone that will give you guidance and resources so that you can make sure that you're making a good decision. And 15 minutes of my time is a lot in some in some days, but it's a way for me to give back to my community. And so anyway, so we talked during her 15-minute call, and we, if you have had a call with me, I mean, I go through it pretty quickly. I mean, I have all of the background information beforehand, 
because my staff's really good about getting all of those questions answered um, so that I have that information. I'm not spending time getting background information. And so we're able just to dive into your particular questions that you have. And so during it, she was, you know, she had this beautiful angelic voice. Every time I spoke to Sarah, she just was always so calm and always so positive, irrespective of like all of the craziness that was going on around her. Um, but I also sometimes would hear in her voice, um, sadness, you know, fear, um, uncertainty. And she expressed to me that, you know, she was scared in some respects, but she knew that she would be okay because she, you know, believed that everything was going to work out, everything was going to fall into place, but she wanted to get out of this marriage. And she didn't have any money. She knew her spouse was not going to support her financially to file for divorce. And so we talked about strategically ways that she could build her support system and really have a good foundation before she started the divorce process. And so we provided her resources, financial resources to different companies that we partner with um, and refer people to for financing. We uh, provided her ideas as far as like how um, she could have her family support her as co-signers, things of that sort. And so fast forward a few months after that, she actually called back and she said, I'm ready to start the process. And she started off as an uncontested divorce because that's all she could afford um, at that time. And she just was so hopeful that everything would work out. And we, you know, myself and my team, we supported her in that um, process. And typically, if you have, you know, checked out my website or you've spoken to me, you know that an uncontested divorce requires that both of the parties come to the table, um, agree one that they want to be divorced and agree on all the issues surrounding the divorce as far as property, debts, children, assets, all that good stuff. You have an agreement on what's going to be divided in what way. And when Sarah came to me and said she wanted to conduct the divorce, um, she said, look, I, I'm 95% sure we have an agreement on all these particular issues. It's just this one. But if it goes south, I know there's a contract's going to require that I go to contest it, and, and I'll just have to deal with that battle if it comes. And I said, okay, let's do it, right? So we filed in, I mean, throughout the whole process, the 60-day waiting period, she was freaking out in some regard because her spouse stopped paying for the mortgage. Her spouse stopped um, coming home. Her spouse stopped financially supporting the family. I'm talking about stop giving money for food. She had, I told you guys she had four girls um, that she needed to feed, and she was literally making, you know, a few hundred bucks every few months on Etsy. And she was freaking out because she was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And we just kept encouraging her. We would give her resources. She was really taking the initiative to not sit at home and be, like, consumed with what was going on around her, but really get out there and make the effort. And it got to the 60-day process, um, end of the process, and it was time. Either he was going to sign or we we're going to have to move to contested. And so we sent him the paperwork, um, and she was, like, just drowned in debt at that time because she was living off of, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like a long time, but 60 days to live off of a credit card uh, for four girls is a lot, right? And so she was, um, you know, just swamped in debt. And we had 
started the process off by saying, look, we're going to ask that he contribute to paying off this debt because it's not fair to you that he left. He's not contributing all this stuff. And so she, you know, was like, okay, let's do it. And then she was also concerned about the mortgage. And so we talked to her. We told her, hey, call the mortgage company. Let them know what's going on. Let's see if they can get you into a deferment. Um, let's see if we can find a way for you to keep this house to the to at least the extent where you can keep it and sell it later. And so she did that. Thankfully, they approved it. Um, and she was like, okay, let's do this. And throughout the process, it really required that she believe and have faith that this thing was going to work out because going into it, it was scary as heck. I mean, it was even scary for me for her because I'm like, this guy is like not paying the mortgage. I can be kicked out at any point. We have to wait the 60 day waiting period. You have no food. You have no money coming in. Um, you're living off credit cards. Um, you know, it was just scary for me, for her. And so throughout it, she also learned that he was cheating on her and he had found another significant other. Um, he was like taking this person on like trips. He was going back and forth to, you know, different countries. I mean, just living his life. And she literally has her and her four girls. And throughout it, she was also concerned because the children had started to have like resentment, right? They had started growing resentment towards their father because of what they were going through. Like they seen it, they were living it. It wasn't just her, you know, living it alone. I mean, these were older girls, maybe the toddler, not so much, but the older girls were definitely understanding what was going on around them. And so she then said, you know, how do I support my kids and being truthful with them about what's going on, but also stepping back and, allowing for them to not have that resentment. I don't want that for them. And so we told her, you know, you're going to have to really like step out of, you know, mommy mode as far as like, you know, wanting to, you know, maybe like keep them away from him and really try to foster a healthy relationship that they are comfortable with. And that may start with going to counseling, putting them into counseling, speaking to um, them about the importance of them having their father, you know, all of those things, which are difficult conversations. I mean, I can't imagine having to speak to my boys, God forbid, if I was in that situation and, um, you know, my husband was acting in that way. It would be difficult to speak about him positively because we would be going through it, you know. And so she did, though. I mean, this lady, like Sarah, was so willing to do any and everything for the sake of her and her kids. I mean, she she would do it. And so the one thing that I loved about Sarah's story is that Sarah used the strength and support of others to make herself whole. And that's why I wanted to share her story. In the end, Sarah did get a divorce. Um, he did sign. We had a little bit of back and forth. He wanted to change a few things. And um, um, she paid a little, a slightly little bit extra just to get those changes done. But we got her divorce. Um, I think it was like around like 86 or 87th day from her signing up to the end. And she ended up keeping the house. Um, he did pay half of the debt. Um, so she was happy about that. Um, she probably could have gotten, you know, a little bit more, but she was at the place where she felt satisfied with half being paid. And um, in the end, like I said, she got to keep the house and she was able to sell the house and she was able to get, I mean, a big profit from it because they had a, quite a bit of equity in it. Um, and she wasn't necessarily upside down. She was just a few months behind. 
during the process towards the end of her divorce, she did end up getting a job. She had family support that was able to help her kind of get her mortgage caught up and all that good stuff. And so the strength and support of many can make one just do amazing things. And ultimately, it didn't just impact her life, but it also impacted her girls. And they were able to, you know, not have too many changes and transition around them. And starting off and stepping out on faith when she had nothing to now being in a place where she has her freedom. She has, you know, her hope. She has a sense of self-worth, right? No longer sitting at home by herself in the room asking and wondering when is her husband going to come home, questioning herself whether or not she's good enough because this person has decided to move out and be with someone else and taking that person on lavish trips that that she kind of have helped him build because he I didn't even mention that, but he had his own business. And um, they were pretty profitable, and she was the one that kind of helped him create this business and get the business to where it was. And, you know, at the end, he's like, deuces, I'm out, you know, and I'm out, and I'm leaving you and the girls to figure it out. And that was hard for her. So I say all that to say that it can be difficult, it can be scary, and it can kind of be a little challenging to step out on faith when you have nothing and really decide that you're going to do something this scary. But if you have the right team of support or if you just have a good foundation and support system, I promise you that it's good. It's not going to be easy, but I promise you you'll get through it and you're going to be okay. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take crying nights. It's going to take crying shoulders, but ultimately you'll get through it. I also wanted to say all that to say that we have this amazing um, Mother's Day out event that's happening in Houston, Texas on May 6th. And it's for divorced moms, divorcing moms and single moms that really want to immerse themselves into an understanding of legal awareness, financial literacy and community building. And I am hosting this event with the amazing Latanya Shanae. She is a community mentor and builder here in the Houston area. She is actually a past client of mine um, that has taken her process of divorce and manifested into this business where she helps moms um, go through what she went through, but in a much more supportive way by building that community support. And we have this event coming up on May 6th. We also have um, brought in a financial advisor. Larry, who I'll put all their our information in the show notes, but we are going to really immerse ourselves in this um, event on May 6th. We're going to have small groups. We're going to have a lavish brunch. We're going to have resource guides. We're going to have live coaching, legal awareness, financial literacy. It's going to be amazing. And I think that you would really benefit from it if you're in a place that Sarah um, is in right now. You're in a place that Sarah was in. You're in that place right now. Rather, you should totally come to this event. We have $25 off right now, and you can use the code in the show notes to get that. But I would love to see you there. I would love to meet you if you're a listener um, and tell me that you listen to this podcast. But I'll leave all the information in the show notes. If you want to chat with me um, during a 15-minute call like Sarah did, you can also um, go ahead and book that with the link in the show notes as well. And until next time, you guys. Take care and bye for now.